All right, all right. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Escandalo podcast. I'm here with my co-host again. Um, I'm here with Ixia, Myra, and Erica. What up? Hello. Hello. So welcome again to our listeners. We are so excited for you to be with us again for our another segment, another episode here for the Escandalo podcast. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, we are recording Mother's Day weekend. But, you know, because we're going to be with our moms soon, especially May 10th, which is the Latino, Latina Mother's Day. So, Feliz Dia de Madres a todos ustedes. For all the moms, beautiful moms out there, you know, without your strong, supportive vibe and charisma and encouragement to us, we are here today as your daughters presenting this podcast with you. So thank you again. Happy Mother's Day. And also another quick shout out. Please follow us in our Instagram at Escandalo underscore podcast. So, you know, be sure to look out for our Instagram. We do post polls. We do post questions for everyone to listen and just share along our journey as we are starting, you know, this other episode. So we're really excited for this episode. So for this episode, we are going to be discussing about boundaries. Yes, that is the big topic, especially for us as first generation, as women, as, you know, as as far as identify as female, we do have to experience those boundaries, especially within our families, um, especially if you are a family that's very traditional as in the male dominant world within the Latin community, you understand that um, setting those boundaries are very, very important. So I will pass along the question to Myra. Myra, so how would you, will you describe like why are boundaries so important to you? Um, <laughs> um, boundaries are important. I feel like, so I think boundaries are kind of hard to set with like our, our family sometimes because I don't know, it's kind of common, at least in my family, boundaries are not really there. <laughs> like, you know, people come over to your house, at least when I was growing up, people would come over whenever, um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like sometimes, you know, Theas and Theos have a tendency to ask like kind of intrusive questions. Um, like when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna have kids? How come you're not having kids? Like how come you don't have a boyfriend or, or a girlfriend or um you know, things that are kind of just like, mm, that's none of your business, right? <laughs> like um but why are they important? I mean, I guess because it's like your own space. I mean, that, that's kind of like a personal question. I think everybody can answer that a little bit differently. But I think like for me, at least coming from like the mental health perspective, right? I think that boundaries are important because they allow you to kind of just take a step back from whatever is going on and like being, uh, I don't know if like intertwined with family is a good way of describing it but it kind of just gives you like that opportunity to be a little bit more like take care of yourself versus like worrying about how you're being with other people and I think that's kind of I've 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 realized that it's kind of hard within like our culture that sometimes we kind of worry about like how we are affecting other people or like how our actions are going to affect everybody else in our family 
Um, and we forget to kind of focus on ourselves and give us like the the time that we need to be mindful of of whatever it is that you need, right? If you need to not show up to a party, don't show up. If you need to not talk to a family member for a little bit, don't talk to them, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, especially like, am I going to hurt their feelings? But do I care or should it matter that I'm hurting someone's feelings? Because in a way, like, wait, but they just said something insulting to me. And I'm just in that moment, like, okay, like, I've gone into so much of the question, too. Like, when are you going to get pregnant? You've been married now for quite some time. When is the baby coming? Or, like, when are you going to finish with school? And I don't think not a lot of people knew that I went back to school even. Or just thought, you know, that I was just at home doing nothing pretty much, right? So just setting those boundaries, understanding that you have to put yourself first. I feel like in the in our household or in a Latin household, especially setting um, those boundaries are really important to you because, yeah, you are part of the community or you are part of your family, but who are you personally? Like, what what do you stand for, right? So it's to understand you as a person and then understanding your family, your community next. I feel like so many times we put our community first and then we forget about ourselves, right? So I think that's like a very, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think a lot of it comes back to, it was funny because like as, you know, I've been open about me going to therapy, you know, and a lot of it has been because of like some of the shit that went down in my own family. And I don't want to get into details, but I remember talking to my therapist about like, you know, sometimes I feel because I, I had to set a really strong boundary with my dad and and a lot of the people in my family kind of don't understand why or they were like, but that's your dad. How can you not talk to him? Right. Um, but but I was and I was processing this like, you know, this is it's hard for me to have this boundary because in our culture, it's like, you don't, you don't do that with your parents. Like you, it's just a, like a no, you don't do that with your family. You don't, you know, at the end of the day, that's your family. And it's like, yeah, that's your family. And they can also be people who need a boundary, right? Like they can also be people who might not be healthy for you. They can also be people who cause a lot of hurt and pain. And so I think those are when, that's when like boundaries are super necessary. And so Um, kind of going back to this thing that I was the point that I was getting at is that like when when I was processing this with my therapist she was like you know a lot of our families are very collective right like we come from a collective culture at least the Latinx culture is very collective and we had to be that way because of colonization right like when the Spaniards came they couldn't wipe us out because of the numbers eventually they did because of illness and so um so yeah, it's and it's kind of like that becomes tradition, right? Like we're used to kind of sticking together because we're more powerful in numbers or you know whatever it may be, but then there comes a time, you know, now now we're in a point where you don't really need that. Like you can you you're okay being by yourself. It's different, but but yeah, I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> yeah, um I I think that something that you brought up is, you know, when when things were happening, you know, years years ago, um, 
you know, that also caused a lot of trauma, right? And so I think that those traumatic events definitely lead to that, like, um, hyper dependency within families. Like, we just feel like we need to be, like, we need to be together all the time, right? And I feel like for me personally, I struggled a lot, like, um, in my journey of, like, moving away from home because, for whatever reason, my mom just like didn't want me to leave or didn't want me to live on my own. Like, I feel like I remember like when I told her that I was going to go to grad school and I was moving to Chicago, um, I didn't get the reaction that I expected I was going to get because she was a little upset. Like, why the fuck are you moving across the country by yourself? Like, you don't have anybody over there, right? And I'm like, what, the, what, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, can you, can I get a congratulations? Like, fuck, I'm, I'm getting a master's degree, you know? And so, um, yeah, I just feel like, um, you know, I think a lot of that also had to do with like events that happened, you know, when I was, you know, you know, younger and, you know, that's a lot of trauma there. Um, but at the end of the day is like, you know, we all grow older, like we need to learn how to experience life on our own because, you know, that's how we learn how to live and do things. And, and I don't know, it's, it's really tough. And, uh, but even, not even that, but I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of what I've seen in my family too, is like, some, you mentioned this, Anna, like, you know, they, they condone this, like, oh, you need to respect your elders, but it's like, you know, respect is given when it's given as well right like it's a give and take and you're i'm not gonna sit here and let you disrespect me but then i'm supposed to respect you like i'm sorry but like i don't give a fuck who you are like i'm not gonna like i'm not putting up with that shit anymore you know and i feel like i've gone into that point like before like obviously i was not as vocal about it but now i've just been feeling like really frustrated because i just feel like a lot of the people in my family like are always trying to one up each other, or whatever. And it's like, why? Why is it always a competition? Like, why can't we just freaking support? Like, you know, it's always like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to mention too much because I don't know who's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> but I just get frustrated when I I hear like some people in my family saying like, oh my daughter is doing this or my daughter is doing that. And they're like, oh yeah, my daughter is doing this better or whatever. It's like, who cares? Like good for them. You know, like, again, it's like, again, it shouldn't be about competition. It's just, I feel like, I don't know. It's just, that's kind of like a whole topic in itself. But um, I feel like right now I've been doing a lot of that, like setting boundaries with family members, like, my mom or my sister, like, you know, I love my family to death, but there's like a lot of things that we don't see eye to eye on. And it has caused me a lot of like, I'm just tired of this, you know, like, I don't want to talk about these things. And it's like, when I, when I have told them, like, you know, I don't want to talk about this. It's like, well, why do you mean you don't want to talk about it? Oh, you're being super sensitive. And we're like, well, yeah, I'm being sensitive. And what? I'm a sensitive bitch. Like, what do I don't know what to say. <laughs> so yeah, I think that it's so important just for like that mental health aspect, like, you know, just to like, you know, not put up with shit that you're not supposed to. Um, but also like, yeah, just like making like letting people know, like, you know, this is how I want to be treated. And I'm going to treat you the same as you actually, you know, reciprocate that. So I think for me, that's why it's really important. 
I want to add on to all of that stuff. Um, when we're talking about boundaries, right? I'm actually having a party right now in my house. Um, yeah, so no one's allowed to come into my room, but hopefully no one interrupts me. <laughs> I said that boundary. No, but um, I understand all of you guys. So, like I mentioned, I am the baby girl of a family of siblings. Of we're total, we're seven total, and I'm the baby girl. Um, so a lot um, gets put. It's thrown at me, right? Um, I I grew up saying I couldn't say no. I had to say yes, and everything. So when I started becoming an adult, right, um, I started saying no. It was a lot of backlash, and they were not used to it. Um, and I believe I'm still struggling that with I'm still struggling with that now. But I feel like I've made um, a big accomplishment, and I and I think one of one of the things that helped a lot was that my boyfriend moving in um, helped a lot with those boundaries because um, I, you know, I care about him a lot. So it's easy for me to set boundaries for him than for me. So it was, you know, now like family is like, you know, they're a little pushback. Uh, they call before they come. Um, but before it was just like, you know, my sisters have a key to my house because in case of emergency, they could come in, you know, my mom, she, you know, she has a lot of health issues. So if anything, they could come in, right, and help my mom out if anything happens. But I feel like they took advantage of that in a way. And sometimes we joke around. And I was like, oh, you have the keys to the house, right? And they're like, yeah, of course. She's like, why would, they're like, why wouldn't we? You know, and then we kind of make jokes here and there. But, you know, again, it's, I just want to say it's really hard to set boundaries from, you know, just after so many years, just saying yes, yes, yes to everything. Um, and then I have to make little changes in my life, like putting a lock in my bedroom door so no one comes in because before, oh, everybody came into my room, you know, but now that my boyfriend's here, no one comes in anymore. So it's just um, sometimes I like it, you know, <laughs> because like that, they don't just come in. I come from work and they will be all. They'll be laying in my bed, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, get out of my room, you know? Um, but, oh, my God, I just went on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, I, I and I don't want to just, like, say and specifically for you, but I think for a lot of us, too, that a lot of the times we do that to keep the peace, right? Because we don't want to... We don't want to get into arguments with our siblings or whatever. So we say we say yes just to be like, oh, like I don't want to hear them. So I'm just gonna do this, right? Or but at what like, point, yeah, okay. Sorry about that, but yeah, right. Like, yeah, but okay. at what point do you like say like you know where do, where is that line drawn where you're just like you know what like no like you know and I, and sometimes it's maybe not done in the right. Uh, at the right time or moment or in the right way by some people. Um, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, yeah I, I feel like saying. I get it. Um, yeah. I've had had times when they're like, Oh, you don't have to sound like a bitch. And it's like, well, there's no other way to say it because I've been trying to hint at it, but I'm just going to say how it is. Yo, you know, like <laughs> I get so passionate about this because I'm actually, I, I think I'm like I'm still learning how to hold boundaries and and it sucks because I'm 30 years old yes I put my age out there but um I, I still don't feel 
like I'm a fully adult when when I have adult responsibilities I you know what I mean because of my age and stuff like that but it's because my my family treats me as the baby sister and it's like really hard to separate from that and I believe that if I make changes within my lifestyle I will finally get um accepted and and be treated like a, a equal instead of a, a baby sister and it sucks so i'm actually dealing with setting family boundaries um and it could be little as for example a fucking invitation bro you know how many times i fought with my sisters and my mom over a fucking invitation hold on my mom so you hear my mom calling me give me a second guys <laughs> sorry guys podcast <laughs> As we talk about boundaries. <laughs> She's like, well, there you are. <laughs> so real quick, I, this has been sitting in my mind because this is one of the things that I like, I think was what kind of like drove me to set those boundaries. So growing up, I've always dealt with like, uh, like weight issues or whatever. And I, I don't know, like, for a while, like, I noticed that I would be so, like, angry with my mom because she would always make, like, like you know, slight comments like, you need to go to the gym or you need to, like, not eat this, right? So out of spite to my mom, I, like, wouldn't want to work out because I'm like, am I going to fucking work out because you're telling me, right? Or am I going to fucking eat healthy or whatever? And it wasn't until, it wasn't really until, like, I moved to Chicago that I started to, like, do this, but for me, like, not for anybody else. Um, but, like, till this day, she she always asked me, like, instead of saying, hi, mija, like, are you, or how are you fucking holding up in Chicago by yourself? Sometimes she'll be like, hey, like, have you gone to the gym today? I'm like, seriously? Like, why the fuck is that your, you know, like, why is that important to you? Like, no, I didn't go to the gym today because I didn't fucking want to. So, Things like that always, like, bug me. And I finally had to tell her, like, you know what, mom? Like, I don't appreciate you saying things like that. So I'm going to need you to not ask me about anything regarding my physical appearance because it's none of your concern. And she really, like, got upset because she was like, you just don't like to take any advice and this and that. I'm like, "Uh, that's not advice, honey. You're, like, criticizing me for being overweight or whatever. And that's not, I mean, I don't think, I don't think people understand like weight issues is like also like connected to mental health. So the, you need to, people need to be very careful about what they say, especially in your family, right? Cause they always give you little stupid ass nicknames like gourd these or gourd that. Like don't fucking call me that. Call me by my fucking name or don't say shit to me at all. It just ugh, makes me so angry. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm back. <laughs> um yeah and whole name calling that shit has to go i feel like this podcast today is like a venting (laughs) session for some reason but where was i (laughs) so actually you were talking about invitations i think yeah invitations go ahead because i i think i know where you're going with this and i and i have like a question for you but yeah so i live watch oh my god talking about boundaries my niece is going to come in right now to my room. Anyways. <laughs> guys, this is like for real. Like I told you guys, I'm dealing with boundaries. It's really hard. And this is like live and going on right now. But anyways, talking about invitations. 
um, I, my mom, where I, I live with my mom, where my mom lives with me. So everybody tells my mom, hey, come here. You know, we're going to have a carne asada. Oh, hey, come here. There is a party. And the day comes, and then they call me and be like, hey, are you going to take my mom to this party? And I'm like, what party? And they're like, yeah, my mom didn't tell you. And then I said, no. And then it's like, what the fuck? Like, you guys expect my mom to tell me, you know, let me know rather than you letting me know? Like, I don't know. So one time I just I just lost it. And I said, if nobody's invited me, I ain't going point blank, period. That's that's how it is. Um, I was really hurt one time because my siblings went to Vegas, my sisters, without me. And then it was their answer was because my mom said that I just came back from Vegas. Who gives a fuck, right? I want to go to Vegas again. But no. So it's those boundaries. It's like, yo, if you want to know about me, talk to me. Don't talk to my mom. Talk to me. But that's what I wanted to say. But. Yeah. And Ixia, like, I get that. I used, I get that somewhat from my family a little bit because everyone expects my mom to tell me. And, um, and it's annoying because it's like, no, you can tell me, you can call me, you can send me a message on Facebook, you can do this or whatever. And I'm not saying that everyone like in my family does it, but when it does happen, I'm like, I'm a, a grown adult. Like I am about to be 30. I have a full on fucking marriage. <laughs> I own a house, I have a career, you know, me sé como limpiar la cola, as they would say, right? You know, like. But it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating because I'm not part of my I'm not part of my parents anymore. Like I'm I'm me. And so um people kind of reaching out and saying, like, you know, like even thinking that you're still part of your family. Like I don't know if it's just because we're the women in the family. I don't know if it's because we are um I don't know if it's because um I don't know, like, would this be happening if we were men? Like, I don't know. No, honestly, Mara, like, I definitely agree with you. I think because we're still seeing, I don't know, because we're, like, the first ones to leave the family. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, we're the first ones wow. to do anything. Even even Erica, she went a fucking across the fucking country. You know how much boundaries she had to set for that in order for her to, like, I get not even asking for permission because I'm sure it was that case like, hey, mom, can I go to Chicago to go study for school, right? But then I think about it and it's like, are they codependent on us? Like, are our parents like codependency on us? Maybe, right? Do they depend on us to be at that, like to have that like fulfillment in the household that to say like, yes, my family is complete. My family is living with us. Like no one's leaving. Like this is what my this is the boundaries that I'm setting that my family is going to be complete and staying in. And it's like, wait, hold on. I didn't sign up for that. You gave birth to me. Thank you, mama. Again, happy Mother's Day. But like, <laughs> but like I'm my own person. And I think it goes back to, I think, and I think it goes back to, you know, like, maybe their trauma, maybe how their parents raised them. They were like, okay, you can't leave until so-and-so. But then I'm like, my mom left Mexico to come to the States in her 20s, you know? So maybe she was trying to set those boundaries with us. Like, okay, you're the first one to go, but I'm still going to treat you like a child. Which, you know, well, don't get me wrong. I'm still the baby of the family, but <laughs> it's just setting those things, right? So, I mean, like, so me right now, what I'm hearing, like, my therapist brain is going into like family systems, right? Like 
families are a system and so there are ways that families function and so when it's kind of like a it's kind of like a wheel right when a little piece of the wheel is missing it's not gonna when, run when one worker is down then that changes the system right yeah and it's is that and you're that's really what fam- yeah that's really what families are like like when somebody leaves or when somebody especially in collective cultures like latinos like like ours right like when somebody leaves it kind of changes the dynamic a little bit and so and so I mean I can understand like from their perspective how how when one of like when we leave the house or like when we start our own family or even if we bring like a partner in right like that's different like everybody has to like them in order for them to fit in or whatever like what happens what happened to you choosing your partner for you know at the gusto not at the family's gusto like at the end of the day and it's funny because people, I've heard this a lot, like, you're not marrying, you're marrying into the family. Like, yep. what happened to, I'm just marrying the person that I fell in love with versus the family, right? Like, because, because it, truth be told, like, 10 years from whenever you get married, or maybe five years or three years or whatever, you're going to be starting your own family. And that's going to be your family, mm-hmm. like, the kids that you have with that person. It's not going to be really, like you know, your parents and your brothers and your sisters, although they, they might be around, but the, sh- the focus is going to shift. And so I don't know. I don't know yeah. if there are any other yeah, therapists I want to comment on that. who, who want to comment on that or yeah, you want to comment on that? Please do. Yeah, no, I just want to say it's like so true. It just reminded me of my brother-in-law telling my boyfriend, hey, you have to marry the family. You know, if you're going to marry her, you got to marry the family. And my boyfriend straight out says, no, you know, if I marry, if I marry her, I'm gonna marry her. So I'm like, all right, you're setting those boundaries. And I really appreciate okay, that. Sugar you know, <laughs> sugar bear. Sugar bear. Um, and I really appreciate that he says that because it's hard for me to set boundaries and it's so easy for him to set boundaries. And, you know, bound- I know that we talked a lot about family boundaries, but, you know, boundaries come with friends. Fam, uh, workplace, um, school, right? Classmates, um, even professors. <laughs> you go to school, right? You have to also let them know where to where to draw the line, right? If you feel disrespected or you feel like they're uh, just taking, you know, just simple things like that. So I think that um, I think my question for everyone is, what's one way we could start by setting boundaries? Like in a way, does that make sense? It's like how how do we start? setting those boundaries like what are the one of the easiest tasks that we could do to start setting those boundaries um i think and i hope that i guess i mean this could be for everybody but i hope that this also reaches like the younger generation right because that way you're not 30 year olds like us (laughs) barely starting to set boundaries right i mean not that there's anything wrong with that right but it took us a little bit longer because of you know all the things that we had to go through with our family but it could just be as simple as having like a conversation of saying like and it doesn't have to be rude or anything and just saying like hey like so-and-so like what you said um hurt my feelings or I didn't like it and I would appreciate if you wouldn't say it again or something you know um and I mean people are gonna take it how they're gonna take it and you just need to learn how to um 
you know, set those boundaries and kind of just stick to them because I think a lot of the times we, and I think Ixia mentioned like, or I forgot who mentioned this, or I might have mentioned it, that, you know, we, we don't say things because we're afraid of hurting other people's feelings or just trying to keep the peace. But then the day it's like, you have to keep your own peace, right? And so you just have to kind of keep that in mind. And um, I I read the book. This is like, I had actually started rereading it because it was an assignment from a therapist. But if you guys have heard of the four agreements, it talks a lot about like how to like t- not take things personally, like how to be impeccable with your word and things like that. So, um, you know, if anybody takes the personal, tell them to uh, read that book. You know, that's uh, one way to start studying boundaries. <laughs> You know, Erica, I think you brought up a really good point that it doesn't have to be like, you know, you it can, boundaries can start with a simple conversation. Like it doesn't have to be like a full on argument, you know, <laughs> it's just voicing your opinion, like or voicing your needs. Really, that's what a boundary is, is like, hey, are your needs or things that are not are making you feel uncomfortable or unsafe? Like, hey, those comments about my body, I don't like them or they make me feel, I don't know, sad um and they hurt my feelings and you know and that's but see that's like something that are I feel like I think of like my family right and I think of like all the carrilla that they that they tell each other especially like on my dad's side it's like se <laughs> llevan you know and um and that's like the nice part about our culture but at the same time like sometimes you know, people can get hurt by those things that you say and, and just keeping that in mind, right? Because I feel like some some of the more old people, people, Some people said pasan, dude. Like, they get too... Dude, like, if you like want to be Rose, go to a Mexican party and you'll be Rose <laughs> as fuck. Like, I think that's where Mars going for, right? Yeah, It's exactly. like, se pasan a veces. Yeah, and... and si I no mean, se llevan... No, oh, what what does it say? No te, no, te llevas, pero no te aguantas. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean it's true. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't really clown on people because I know, like, when me and Julian clown on each other, Julian is my brother. For those of you who don't know, shout out to my brother Julian, who listens to our podcast. Um, sometimes he goes hard, dude, and I get fucking butt hurt because he hurts my feelings. <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> That's why, honestly, I stopped joking with anybody. I'm like, nope, I don't, I don't like joking. Like, and I'm not trying to be a party pooper or anything, but it's just like, you know, unless it's like an actual funny joke or like it's not like relating to you as a person, like I will, you know, I'll tell the joke or whatever. But I'm not, you know, I think people need to realize that certain things need like are just out of line right like making comments on your body or how you look or whatever like people may think like that it's um you know just a joke or just a, a stupid comment but some people like are you know take it very sensitive especially when it's maybe something that they're very insecure about you know so well then i get i guess i, I kind of want to ask you guys like how do you how do you all think right that you can have, you can still have like this, this type of cult, like you can embrace your culture um, and still set boundaries. Like, how do you, I mean, how do you all do it? Like I said, I'm working on it. 
<laughs> Dude, I just see Ixia's like family going in and out of the room. <laughs> Ixia boundary, no. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, it's oh, just... they're calling me right now. Yo, I... mm-hmm. hey, un- hey, you guys wanted raw content. <laughs> <laughs> raw content. <laughs> this is raw. <laughs> This is not scripted, guys. This is all real. Honestly, if you could see, like, the door, Ixia's door opening, like, every five seconds of someone coming in and her yelling at them to get it out. Reasons why we haven't posted video yet. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Myers. So what was the question again? I forgot. Um, How do I- we embrace our culture while still setting boundaries? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, Yeah. Um, I could answer that in my perspective. I think like understanding your cultural, like understanding like what like like where who you are as a person, who you are as an individual, who you are um, as an ethnic person. For me, as being as my parents being Mexican, me being Mexican American, understanding like where they come from, understanding their backgrounds with their situation, and asking them questions about how their upbringings were. You know, um, sometimes they might parents that won't even really talk about the upbringings but then you could just hear little side comments about like you know when you're when they're talking to group and you know side conversations come up and then you get more of the gist of how it was for them growing up or even them being here in or the for, for the first time in the country and for them coming here and understanding those things um it's just different for for me especially because i am the youngest of the, of the family like um ixia I am the youngest of five, so it's just weird because I'm still, I'm still seen as the baby, which is not a bad thing, but, but it's just that like I'm a I'm the baby, of the family that's married and living on her own, and then you know everyone coming in or, or I think for me it's I think so especially married someone outside of my race and cultural really helped me set those boundaries a lot. Like, Weddle, like, my husband, I call him Weddle, guys. <laughs> so, Weddle, like, he helped me set those boundaries, like, a lot, a lot. And for me to understand fully what it meant to set those boundaries, even though I'm, like, an hour and a half away from my parents, from my family, I was still able to set those boundaries and understand why it is important, you know, for, for me as an individual, for me as a, basically as a wife, to set those boundaries and and know why it is important to be like, okay, you know, you have your family, but yet you also have your your other family, your new family, which basically just Grant and myself, you know, we're start is it basically is our family. We know we have our own family, right? So basically understanding those two those two different worlds and setting those boundaries, setting aside. That makes sense. Yeah. Um I think that like kind of like adding to what Diana said also I think that also comes a lot with like having those conversations about feelings and being an emotional being I don't think that that's something that we talk a lot about in our culture we're just like suck it up right like no llores or like you know we kind of like give each other really bad nicknames when you know you know and it's like no, like what you said hurt me and you need to like understand that 
you know, there are certain things that I'm very sensitive about. And so just, just like to start those conversations. And I think like, um, like as like for first generation families, it is a little bit harder because our parents grew up like that, right? Like they're coming from their countries and that's something that they just kind of grew up doing. Right. But, um, I think that they just need to realize that it's, you know, those things were happening to them too, because they never set boundaries. Right. So, um, yeah, just kind of, you know, starting with that conversation and even that, I mean, it could take a while because it can cause some distance in the family. Right. Like, I feel like for me, um, I have become a little bit distant from my mom and my siblings because of that. Um, and I don't like it because then they kind of make me feel guilty. Like, oh, like, now because you're in Chicago, you're not, you know, you're, you're never here or you, I don't know, they just kind of make stupid comments and it's like, well, that's not, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like, I have my life here now, you know? And yeah, it's just kind of making sure, you know, we, we get into arguments and then after a while, like, we'll call each other, we're like, what's up? <laughs> like, just like nothing happened. So um, I think after a while, people will eventually grasp it. Like, okay, like Erica doesn't like this or Myra doesn't like that. Right. So then they'll like slowly start to make those changes, but it's about also like setting those boundaries consistently, not just doing it one time and then you're the other time you're like, oh no, like you actually have to be consistent with that too. Yeah. Thank you, Erica. I think that you spoke to me for that one is keep it consistent. Um, you know, I know if you guys will see our live footage, you you would just see my sister coming in <laughs> and asking, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just told you what I was doing. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know. So I think it's because, you know, um, you know, it's like keep it consistent and keep being honest. And I think for my family, our, our, our culture within my family, right, because you know, every family, even though we're like culture, we like, we talk about where we're from, but I think also we, we build a culture of discipline within our own, our own families. And, and one of them for us is that we, what we build was that we got to be with there for each other, no matter what, just because, you know, we, I lost a sibling, um, you know, eight years, it's about to be nine years already. And ever since we vowed that we were always going to be there. And then, and I think it's that the thing is where it's like, I don't want to say no because the day of tomorrow comes and you're no longer here. Um, I'm going to regret saying no, you know? And I think that that's, that's where all of us, I think not only me as, you know, former, you know, you know, cause I'm the young one, but I think my other siblings probably also um, struggle setting those boundaries. But for my niece, my nieces, I'm happy when they tell me no, to be quite honest. It's, it's very, it's, it's nice to hear and say, hey, can you do me this favor? No. Why not? Because I have to do this, you know? Hey, can you do this for me? No. You know, and it's like, oh, hey, can I go to your room? No. And I really appreciate those, that those things is that they're setting it. And then it's like setting the examples for the other ones that we got to set boundaries. So, um you know, shout out to my niece. I know that she, she probably won't listen to us, but shout out to her, Gigi. <laughs> um, but I think that aside from our own culture, where we're from, I think our, the family itself, the family dynamics also builds a culture within itself. 
and then you know started to learn how to you know change the cycle but that's for me yeah that's before i get interrupted (laughs) that's super true yeah i think every family has a different culture like we can all be identify like you know as mexican salvadorian hondureña like you know from puerto rican whatever um but each family functions differently right and so uh i mean i think that i think that also like you know we're giving like our parents kind of like this um looking at how they didn't how they didn't express their feelings and part of me wonders if it's because like like expressing and and I know that it's not just within our culture I've seen it in different cultures where people just have a really hard time expressing how they feel um because when you express how you feel you have to be vulnerable and being vulnerable is not always comfortable like you know (laughs) and it's like oh shit are they gonna say like oh you're being too sensitive or oh she um she's x y and z or he's x y and z or they are x y and z or whatever right and so I mean, and to be quite honest, like, I think back to, like, my grandparents, right? Like, my my grandparents don't, like, they didn't have the luxury of being able to, like, go to therapy or talk about their feelings a lot because they had to work and they had to worry about, like, very real shit. Like, how am I going to pay for my house? How am I going to take care of my kid with special needs? How am I going to you know, support this stuff that's going on in my family. Um, and, and now when I look at how they, like, especially my grandma, how she interacts with her sisters, I a lot of it is because they just don't want to talk about how they're really feeling. <laughs> and I feel like if they were to just be vulnerable with each other, like this, the beef would, they could fix it, right? But they don't. And so, and but but what I'm getting at is that sometimes you don't have the skills or the tools, the tools, you don't have the tools to be able to be like to even even like talk about I'm feeling this way or how do I let them know that I'm upset without hurting their feelings and without them thinking that I'm I don't know bitch or whatever you want to call it but and that can make it difficult to set boundaries right yeah I I think you brought up a very good point Myra because you said our our parents I mean, they have bigger fish to fry, right? Like, especially like it, when our parents literally came from a whole other country with like a few dollars in their pocket. And I mean, I know my mom, I mean, she came here with uh, her sister, one of my tias, and they didn't really have much. So they literally, all they had to do was fucking work. And, you know, when they had, when my mom, you know, had us and she had to focus on not only providing for herself and also for my older siblings in El Salvador, because she was, you know, sending them money as well. She also now has kids in the United States that she needs to provide for. So there's no, there's no like sitting down and, and crying and being vulnerable. There's no time for that. Right. It's like, nope, I have to get up and go to work. Right. But fortunately for us, we didn't have to go through that, right? So I think um, we're able to, to at least start that. Um, and it, it also gets hard because it's like establishing boundaries can also kind of like uh, be looked at like 
we're questioning authority. Um, and I think we met, we talked a little bit about this on our last episode. Um, and I, I think that we just need to, you know, again, kind of like set things straight with them and, and also like seeing like, okay, is this person like a person that, you know, I get it. Like we're family, we're supposed to be united or whatever, but also like at what point do you cut people off that may be a, be a little too toxic. And I mean, that's something that we can get into in another episode, but that's also like, you know, a form of setting boundaries. So, um, yeah, I don't know if anybody else has uh, anything to add. I think, um, I'll just add something. Um, it's more about like actually talking, like, you know, what Erica mentioned, like discussing your boundaries instead of just running away from the issue, because I feel if you if someone runs away from the issue, I think that just builds up even more and more. And then you're just building up and then you probably get like emotion to someone else that probably didn't deserve it, you know, or anything like that because you just have so much of that buildup, right? So it's always important to to talk about the issues at hand. And even though it's going to be like, obviously awkward or like what are you to say to me like why are you <laughs> why are you talking to me like this like I don't need no boundaries from you you know but it's more of an understanding like hey this is how I feel this is this is what I'm going through right now with you and I feel like you are crossing the line and this is the way we need to establish this in order for us to have this healthy boundary relationship right instead of running I think most of the time we just run away from the situation which is why I feel like most of our parents or most of our older generations or older siblings are like that. Like they just run away from the situation and they just take it and take it in. And then at the last minute, they'll like lash out someone else that may probably didn't mean to lash out someone else, but it was just part of that buildup. Right. So it's always important to just talk about the issues at hand and understand like, Hey, you know what, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. I mean, I feel like I had to talk, have a conversation with, um, you know, and yeah. So sorry. So so yeah, so you have to like understand those situations, right? Like I felt like I had those conversations with my mom too, <laughs> moving to Bakersfield, and I will like, and I had to set that boundary because she'll like call me and be like, "Oh, can you pick me up tomorrow from work?" So like I would I would go to LA, you know, pick her up. Like oh, I'm just gonna pick up my mom from work. It's fine. I'll I'll go drive back home. And I was like, well, why are you doing that? Like you live like an hour and a half away. Like that's like a hundred miles away, right? But yeah, you're still gonna drive and pick up your mom from work because <laughs> for what, you know? So that was that boundary I had to set. I think that I'm telling like my husband helped me a lot setting these boundaries. Like, well. What we mentioned earlier, what we mentioned earlier was that I guess the routine was not there no more, right? This is a different dynamic, different routine that my parents are, you know, or any other family's routine, right? If you're, if they're not in that stable routine, and then the changes happen, oh my gosh, what next? Like we need to figure out another routine, right? And um, yeah, so making sure, and, and what uh, what Ixia have said right here. And a little child, you know, making sure that we're not being rude, right? When we set, when we're setting them, we're respectful because then again, like they could be setting their boundaries to us, right? Not not the other way around. Like they they could say something to us that like, okay, well, thank you for saying that, but this is what I feel about X, Y, and Z about you, you know. So setting boundaries for both sides of the situation, like it make sure making sure that we're not rude and being respectful to one another, right? So that's my little <laughs> that's my little thing about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, and and I and I think that like you know a lot of us have set boundaries in in our like in maybe family relationships, um, but for the most part, we all have pretty safe relationships with people in our family. Like you know, and I'm thinking like if anyone who is listening to this who doesn't have like those safe relationships or they have like pretty abusive family members it's okay to not have a conversation with them it's okay to just set that boundary and not talk about it to them if you don't feel comfortable or if you want to you know talk to somebody who you feel safe with and you know that's that's something to think about too but I think that obviously like what we're what we're talking about is like in the context of we have pretty pretty safe families for the most part you know yeah, thank you for mentioning that, Myra, because I actually was thinking about that, too. Like, um, you know, um, there are many people that are not maybe in the best situations to have those conversations with people. So just, um, you know, if you don't, like, you know, definitely seek help as well, because, um, you know, ideally, we don't want you to stay in those relationships longer than you need to. But um, just to wrap things up, um, I think that, you know, I think that we're just kind of like, we definitely want to push that to our audience, just to start setting those boundaries and, and start having those conversations because, um, you know, I feel like lately I've been like, you know, I think a lot of the stuff that also is kind of put on social media sometimes it's just like all fun and jokes. Right. But sometimes it kind of frustrates me because I'm like, I feel like, um, Sometimes a lot of these things are continuing to perpetuate those toxic uh, and unhealthy uh, ways to communicate with people, and um, I feel like we there needs to there's needs there needs to be more content. It might be boring and it might not be get a lot of likes and reviews. I don't give a fuck, but there needs to be more content of like you know how to how to set boundaries, right, or how to have those conversations with people because you know since people like to scroll, 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 well fucking scroll and look at this fucking video that tells you how to. Set boundaries that's just all that's all i'm saying um, or listen to this podcast you know yeah. this shit is a little entertaining you know we've had Start here with the of- escandalo podcast <laughs> listen to erica she went on a roll so yeah just that's my that's my finishing comments i don't know if anybody else has anything else to say uh, my finishing comment is that um I'll be listening to our podcast again to make sure that I get these pointers to set these boundaries. No, in all seriousness, um, you know, I think that work. I will be working on my boundaries with my family. And I know um, I don't want to sound rude when I'm setting them, but I think one of the first ones I'm going to set is, and I'll update you guys next week how that goes, is that every time I'm doing this podcast, not to interrupt me. I thought I set those boundaries very clear, but I didn't. So I'll give you guys a quick update and hope hope you guys follow through my journey. No, yeah, definitely. Ixia, <laughs> you need to, man. I just keep seeing that door open and close, open and close. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, does anyone have anything else to say um, before we close up this episode? Well, Maya, do you have anything else to say? 
Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that, like, um, I know the beginning of our segment was kind of like how boundaries are not in our culture and how that's, you know, kind of like venting about the BS of not having boundaries. But I like I think that everyone is going to figure out how to do boundaries, how they feel more the most comfortable um, and how they feel like it's appropriate in their family. Um and I just want to say that if you're having a hard time with boundaries, I don't know. Like, just remember why you're doing it, you know? Like, you're doing it – are you doing it because of your mental – like, because of your own mental health? Are you doing it because you – like, the respect that may may or may not be there? Are you doing it because – I don't know. Just remember your why. Like, why am I setting this boundary? I think that helps me with my boundary, at least, you know, in my family. The current one that I'm holding <laughs> – um, is remembering why I'm doing it. And I think you need to find like a confidant, right? Like Mario mm-hmm. mentioned before, having a confidant, having someone like, hey, you know, I really want to talk this with someone if I can, but let me just talk talk to it with you or from one. Just having that listening ear for that, a different perspective, right? And understanding that your your feelings and what you're, are valid and they're understood. And again, what Mario mentioned, like, understanding the why, like, why am I doing this? Is it because of, you know, ABC? Like, this is the reason why I feel like this, this is the reason why I need to like speak out and do something. Or again, like, you know, if if you feel like you, you don't feel like you should be talking to that person because, you know, they are a toxic individual, then, you know, obviously don't talk to them. They cut that, cut that cord right away and just move on. And people ask you like, well, why aren't you talking to this? this so-and-so's you know family is like well I don't feel like talking to them in that individual so I don't need to be having this forceful conversation with someone that has no point in my in my world right it has no interest in my world right now so why am I going to put that negativity into my my positive lifestyle right so just that yeah and you know just sorry Dana it's like I think that for me for those of you who are struggling like at least what I did that helped me was I opened up about it to like certain people in my family and I let them know like you know I'm I'm feeling hurt by the way this person is talking to me or I'm feeling like um disrespected or I you know and I'm doing it because uh, I want peace with myself and I'm okay with it or whatever right like I want peace and and I'm this is what I need to have peace in my life and so um but yeah, the confidant piece, I think like if you have somebody in your family or a close friend or somebody who understands kind of what's going on, I think that's super helpful. Yeah, so I think um, this is the end, right, <laughs> of our podcast. Um, I would just like to give like a quick little shout out to myself, to my own horn, horn. <laughs> That by the time we record next week, I will f- officially be done with my bachelor's degree. Ah! Woo! <laughs> uh, yes, I'm shamelessly plugging, putting myself out there because I'm just like so excited. Like in two weeks, I will be walking that stage, right? Ah, I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Yes, girl. Like I'm already like, yeah, I'm just excited for that. Um experience to actually finally be able to walk down that congratulations congratulations thank you thank you oh my gosh so the next time you see me or hear us i'll be a college grad
Okay, so thank you everyone for listening along into our podcast. Once again, follow us on social media at Escandalo underscore podcast to follow up on any of the latest news, updates, or any type of questionnaires we have. So yeah, thank you so much and happy Mother's Day to everyone. Feliz Dia de Madres. Bye.